This is Let's Get Cunty. We about to start the show. 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 <laughs> okay, let's start the show. <laughs> Hello and welcome to my third podcast episode. Yes, this is Let's Get Cunty. Okay, Let's Get Cunty, as you all know by now, is derived from my blog, Let's Get Into It, where you can find at letsgetintoit.org, where you can find on Instagram on letsget.intoit. Great. You already know today I am here with my black tea. I am so happy that this is my third podcast episode. We are going through these really quickly. I'm just trying to make sure it makes sense on my Instagram page when I post it, so yeah, but I'm just so happy that we're here. As you can see, the podcast duration is from 15 to 20 minutes, but when I start adding guests on here, they will last a little bit longer. Anyways, enough rah-rah. Let's get into the Kanti quote of the week. So this week's Kanti quote of the week was, speak up for yourself in a way that works for you. And this quote was taken from the article, My Catastrophe with Speaking Up. I remember I wrote this article um, after I came back from vacation in Malaysia with my friend Love and Michelle. And it was just such a transformative time in my life. So if you want to hear more about that, baby girl, you should read it. Okay? And you can find that on the blog's page at letsgetintoit.org. Okay, now let's break down this quote. Speaking up for yourself has always been a thing that I feel like my mother has instilled in me from day one. So I always have something to say, okay? I always got something to say, especially if I'm comfortable in the situation that I'm in. I'm going to speak back. I'm going to speak up. I'm going to say what I'm supposed to say and how I want to say it. However, we are all not like that, and that is okay. But I just want you to know the benefits and how crucial it is that we speak up for ourselves. It's so important to speak up for yourself because this is how you set boundaries. This is how you, you know, stand your ground, do the things that you want to do, not get pushed over by people, not, you know, just um, lay down when they tell you to lay down, girl. You have a voice of your own. You're allowed to express it in the way that works for you and the way that's comfortable for you, and you should do so. Okay, so I'm going to break this up in two ways because I feel like there are confrontational people and not so confrontational people. And I'm in the middle. So I'm both confrontational and I'm not confrontational. So I guess that's three ways. But the point is that it's okay to be all three, one or the other, whatever it is, because we're all different types of people and confrontation is not something that we're all comfortable with and that is okay. Now I'm going to start with my confrontational folks. Y'all already know that y'all are always ready to say what needs to be said, when it needs to be said, and you are not scared of nobody or the consequences of it. And as you shouldn't be, I think that we should all live in our truth in a way that works for us and that we should always be comfortable with expressing ourselves in the ways that really um, bring us to light and you know show what we're trying to think or show what we're trying to say. But the issue with this is that once you're not, I don't even want to say confrontational, but once you're not afraid to confront the issues, to set your boundaries in an uplifting and outspoken way, people don't take it as 
what you're saying. That's the issue. You are seen as this bitch. You are seen as someone who always got to say something, someone who is loud, someone who is disrespectful, someone who isn't cooperative. And I've heard all these things about myself before, and I know it's not the case. So I already know it's not the case for you. And the issue is, how do you still set your boundaries and speak up for yourself in a way that doesn't make you seem like you're overbearing or a bitch or, you know, all the stereotypes that people like to say about women. But I think that it's important to understand and remember that while you might say something a certain way, people will not take it the same way that you are saying it. So I think it's a think twice about what you want to say type of thing. Like you already know what you want to say. You already know how you want to say it. And you already know how it's going to come. But you don't know how it's going to come across. You do not know how it's going to come across. It might come across a certain way in your head. But to others, it might mean like, oh, she's just a bitch. Or she just doesn't want to cooperate. Or she just wants to do everything her own way. That might not be the case. You might just be setting your boundaries. You might just be speaking up for your interests. Because no one else is going to do that for you other than you. However, it's the way and how you say it that really sets the tone of how that person will take it. So my confrontational people, my people who will just speak up for whatever or however they want to speak up, think twice is what I'm trying to say. Think twice about how you're saying it. And, and you know what? It's hard because it's just like I'm just trying to say my truth. I'm just trying to live in my truth. Why do I have to make others feel comfortable? But that is not the matter of the fact. That really isn't how you should look at it. What it is is that you just might be seen as mean and you're not trying to be mean, but like you can't change people's perceptions of you. You can only change how you react to that. And people's perceptions of you will vary and it will be annoying, but I think that if you want to come across in the best way, in the most respectful way, in a way that doesn't seem like you're coming at anybody's neck, think twice about what you're going to say. Think twice about who that person is that you're talking to, if they could even understand or take what you're trying to say and they won't take it in a mean way. Those, that's what you have to think about. Every person is different. So you can't come at everybody in the same way because not everyone's going to take it the same way. And you want to be seen as a respectful person who is just trying to share her, his or her interests in the best way as possible and not someone who is just mean and just doesn't care about anybody else's feelings. But the matter, the mac, whoa, whoa. <laughs> the fact of the matter is, I'm illiterate today, <laughs> the fact of the matter is that your interests come first. You just have to be able to express it in a way that works for everyone. So depending on the person what, that you're trying to explain it to, use that to your advantage. You already know what you want to say. So use it to your advantage to change the way that you're saying things so that everyone understands you and is okay with what you're saying and is open about it. Because you want people to be open the same way that you're open. Okay? That was for my confrontational people. <laughs> Now, for my not-so-confrontational people, I understand y'all, okay? I really do, because I find myself not being, or just, like, scared of confrontation when I'm in an uncomfortable situation or a new situation where I really don't know the person that well, and they might, you know, have some stake in my life or some shit like that. It can never be that real. I'm telling you right now, it's never that real. But that's how I feel in the moment, so I'm guessing that's how y'all feel, too. Not being confrontational really lets people walk over your ass, okay? It really lets people do what they want, ask what they want of you, and no matter what, you kind of say yes. I mean, like, you say yes basically the entire time. You might mean no, but you basically said yes. And that is just such a sucky place to be in because you feel like you're never doing anything for yourself. And while you might want to have the best interest for yourself, you almost feel bad about 
you know, wanting the best things for yourself. And you can't be feeling bad, girl. No one is feeling bad when they ask things of you that you don't even want to freaking do. But you feel bad about not wanting to do it? Girl, no. Mm -mm. So I would say that for my not-so-confrontational people, you really need to think about, do you want to do this thing? Yes or no? Or do you want this thing to happen? Yes or no? And if it's no, girl, it's no. Don't try to justify it. Don't try to over-explain yourself to your own self, because I feel like we try to like justify it in our head as to why we're saying no or why we're you know making this decision, and then we can't come to a justification, and then we end up saying yes. Girl, no. No, no, no. You don't have to explain yourself to even you. If you don't feel like doing it, you don't feel like doing it, and that's the end of it. <laughs> you know what I mean? You don't have to say that to the person, but if you don't feel like doing you, you don't feel like doing you, and that's okay. Don't feel bad. You are what comes first, and I think a lot of the times we're afraid to put ourselves first because it seems selfish, and guess what, bitch? It is, and that's okay. Everyone is selfish. Everyone should be a little selfish because once we're not, once we stop being selfish and we just open like all the time, it doesn't help us, and we find ourselves just becoming annoyed with ourselves and other people for letting them walk all over us and not setting these boundaries in the first place. So for my not-so-confrontational people, you need to just have, like, catchphrases that you can use in any instance. I'll give you an example. My mom told me this before I came on this podcast. She said an example would be, it does not work for me at this time. It don't matter what this is, okay? What this is, it don't matter. It just don't work for you. What are they asking? It does not work for you at this time. Do not over-explain yourself. That's when you really start to fuck up, when you start over-explaining yourself. Because once you start over-explaining and justifying things, you start to realize, or, or like you talk your head, you talk yourself out of why you should or shouldn't say yes. No, no, no. You said no, right? It don't work for you at this time. It doesn't work for you at this time. Pick up on some catchphrases or different ways of saying no so that you don't feel bad. And you need to like really sit down with yourself and break down why you're feeling bad in the first place. Girl, you don't have the time. Girl, you're too busy. Girl, you just simply don't want to fucking do it. And that's okay. All of these things are great excuses as to why you don't want to do something. Find a catchphrase that works for you, that's comfortable for you, that Sounds like you would say it. Mine is definitely, it does not work for me at this time. And then you call it a day. If that person is asking you, well, why? Well, why doesn't it work for you for that time? Just know that you already set that boundary by telling them that it doesn't work for you. And that is that, okay? That's when people start overstepping boundaries and we need to ignore. We need to say, hey, I just tried to set this boundary with you and you're not like letting me set this boundary and you're not going to be a person in my life if you don't let me set the damn boundary. Okay? That is such a big thing because when we don't know how to say no or we don't know when to say no or we don't know how to speak up for ourselves, we find ourselves um, getting so anxious and panicking about the different ways we should say no or why we should say no. No, 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 no. Don't overcomplicate this. It could never be that serious. I promise. I promise. You heard it here first. It could never be that serious. The answer is no. Use your little catchphrase, and that is you defining your you're defining your boundaries, and that's okay. It's okay to say no. Like I feel like we're always like, yes, I can do it. Yes, I can do it. No, the fuck you can't, because then you're overscheduling yourself, or you're over you're overwhelming yourself, and it's not fair to you. Okay, it's not. And how are you gonna do your best work if you overwhelmed? No, that's not a thing. So just keep that in mind and know that it's okay to say no and know that you come first no matter what, not all these other folks. 
they don't come first. If you want to do it, you want to do it. If you don't, you don't. Don't over-explain. Don't justify. You simply cannot do it at this time. Now, for the people who are in the middle, I think you you can use a little bit of both of them. Both of them little excerpts I just said because you just mix them when need be. I think what's really important to know is when or how to use the words that you want to say and the way you want it to come across the right way because you want to be distinct in what you're saying. The answer is no. The answer is I cannot do this. You don't want to leave no room for speculation because if you leave room for speculation, people have certain expectations of you that you never thought you were going to fulfill in the first place and now both y'all are like, oh, fuck. Okay, you don't want to have yourself with an oh fuck moment. Okay, so I think it's once you're distinct with what you're trying to say and you are clear with what you're saying, all can work out well. And just know that if that person isn't happy with your with your answer, they don't respect your boundaries. And you can't fuck with no one who don't respect your boundaries. No one. No one. No one. And this is just so important because boundary setting is such a big deal because you, you, you can't be comfortable with everything. It's not a thing. You're not going to be comfortable with every single thing. And saying you're uncomfortable with some things is okay. Being uncomfortable with some things is okay. And just saying no is even better. Okay? Just so you know. Okay. We are at my favorite point in the show. I'm so excited to tell my stories today. I have two situations, okay? I have a situation where I didn't speak up for myself and a situation where I did speak up for myself. So let's hear them both, shall we? Okay, the first one I'm going to talk about where I did speak up for myself. It's really small, really quick. It'll be all right. Here we go. So basically, um, it was like a weekend off that I had, like, I usually don't have weekends off because of classes and dance rehearsal and work and life. And, you know, I don't get my I don't get days off on the weekend. It's always work and I always have to do something. I'm always waking up early and I don't even know why I'm explaining myself to y'all. Just know (laughs) that that's my life. And a friend of mine had something she needed me to do for her. Basically, she couldn't make it to a job that she needed to do that she was required to do. And she wanted me to fill in for her. And I was like, um, no, I'm not working that day, but no, I can't make it for the job. (laughs) And she was like, why? And I was like, because I can't. (laughs) She was like, yeah, but you're off. And I'm like, yes. And again, I still can't. I still can't make it. Now, this is my friend, so I have no problem with confrontation, you know? So I was just telling her, no, like, listen, girl, I don't get time off, and you know this. You know my life. When you're at school, you get close to your friends, okay? They know your schedule. You know my life. You know I work all week. You know I don't get time on the weekends. I'm either dancing, performing, working, writing, blogging, something. And this is the only day I have off, and I'm telling you, no, I cannot do the job that you're asking me to do. She was like, ugh, Kendall, oh, my God, you're not even doing anything. I'm like, well, if you really can't find anyone, let me know. Um, and I'll see if I can do it. Now, I shouldn't have said that, friends, because I gave her hope that maybe I could do it, and I got, I'm not sure if she did look. I mean, she might have, but I still gave her hope that I could do it, and I really didn't want to do it, and, like, the fact of the matter is she could have done it. She, she could. She could have done it. She just didn't, she just didn't want to go because she had, she wanted to be somewhere else, and that's fine. You know, life is life, but I can't always be a substitute, and I can't always be there for you and not there for me. 
So a couple days later, oh, my mic just fell. <laughs> so a couple days later, um, she was like, so Kendall, can you do the job? And I was like, no, I cannot. And she was like, but um, you're not even doing anything that day. I said, okay, let me explain this to you very carefully. Because, you know, I really had to break it down. While you are my friend, girl, you will respect my boundaries. I didn't say that. What I said was, while I might be free this day, so-and-so, I am not free for you. This is my time. And I can't give you my time when I barely have my time. So please respect my boundaries as to why I'm not doing the job you want me to do. Then she said, okay, Kendall, and rolled her eyes. Yes, I am still friends with this person to this day, but also, yes, I have distanced myself a bit. That's just an example. So I shouldn't have said that I was, you know, kind of free, but not free. But, like, I should have just said, no, I'm not doing it because I don't have the time to do it. And that was that. But she understood the gist of it when I told her, girl, I'm not doing it because that's my only, that's my only free time. And that was the end of that. And so we moved on. Okay, so this second story is going to be about a time where I should have said no, but didn't. And so, as you guys know, I'm a writer, choreographer, choreographer, um, dancer, model, all these many things. And it was the um, it's the first semester of my senior year. Right now, I'm in the second semester. My first semester of my senior year of college. And I was writing for a magazine who was my first magazine I've ever written for. Um, she published it uh, in print. It was just such an exciting time in my life because at that time I didn't think that I could really be a writer and she showed me that I could and I was on her online magazine. I was just doing a lot of stuff and I was just, you know, so excited and she wanted to take me on as someone who can be with her, you know, kind of like full time, but just basically writing for each of her magazines that she produced, which was not a problem. I was so excited. Anyways, I'm going into the first semester of my senior year. Now, mind you, I met with this woman once, only once, um, and she was like, well, now, this is a comment that she said once, and she was like, well, now that I know you're a college student, I could treat you like an intern. That is where y'all got me fucked up, okay? That is where you got me young, where you got us young people fucked up. I was doing all this work for you. You were giving me my money. I was doing the work that you wanted me to do with, you know, the credits that I had, and you thought I was this great person, and that was before you knew I was 21 and in college. So now that you know I'm in college, you think I'm going to work harder or do more things for you for the same coin? Girl, get the fuck. <laughs> Anyways, let me tell y'all the story. So basically, she wanted me to write something for um, something to be printed in her new magazine, and the theme was money. And she wanted me to write about the college experience um, and dealing with money. Now, I don't have a regular college experience when it comes to dealing with money because I ain't a regular college student, okay? I'm a dance major. I go to school in the middle of nowhere. I don't have that many expenses. Um, my parents help me out. I also have a job, so I'm not your normal person. Like, I don't work three jobs and do this. Mind you, I do have seven classes, work a job, and I'm a dancer, and I'm a writer, you know, and I do, I do a lot of things, but I'm not your average college student. 
this is something I, that I explained to her and she knew. So that being said, she was like, okay, well maybe you can make a survey and, you know, ask your college friends how they handle money, how they deal with money, that type of thing. She basically wanted it to be like a day in the life of this, you know, making this much money. And I was like, well, girl, I'm not sure if this is going to work the way you want it to work because I don't track my monthly amount of money and I just save and spend it on groceries. Like I, I can tell you right now what you want. Like I save my money, spend it on groceries and the shit that I need. That's it. And she was like, okay, well, you know, just, you know, just um, survey people, see how it turns out, whatever. Sure. That's not a problem. I did that. I wrote the piece. It wasn't how she wanted. Now, that's not a problem, friends. Once again, I understand. I'm good at feedback. I'm like, okay, well, maybe you can explain it to me in a way that works. This girl was all over the damn place. She was like, this isn't what I wanted. I wanted you to tell me that, um, you know, it was like this or it was like that. And it was just a lot. She just didn't know what she wanted specifically. And the examples that she was giving me were like a million different examples. And I'm trying to tell her, like, you're giving me a million different examples. And none of what you're saying is clear. And honestly, you can't keep just giving me all of these different examples and asking me to try all these different ways when I have to deal with other things like school and work. I need you to tell me what you want so I could deliver it for you in the best way possible. That right there, friends, I should have known to say no, okay? I should have known that this was not a good idea because after the first round, she, she was actually very frustrated. I'm telling you guys it in a nice way. She was actually very frustrated and she was upset that I didn't do it the way she wanted to do it and she was kind of on a deadline and I was like, well, you didn't really explain it to me the way that you exactly want it done and you're still not doing it now. And then she was like, well, maybe I could just give this to someone else. But, you know, being the the, you know, the doer, I'm a doer, guys, I'm a doer, and I really wanted to do this for her, because I really wanted to keep this job, because this was the first writing job I had, and I should have been like, you know what, yeah, you should assign it to someone else, because this ain't working, I, sh I should have known to say no, you know, I really should have, because it ended up stressing me the fuck out for no damn reason, I only got paid $50 for the article, okay, but whatever, um, I ended up writing it over again, in a different way, and she was like, the feedback was like, oh, you changed the whole thing. Okay, yeah, I think we can work with this. You know, in that passive-aggressive tone, I do not deal with passive-aggressive aggression well. I'm telling you that now. So I was like, well, how did you want it? Because you're not telling me what you want or how you want it, and everything I'm giving you is not what you want. And, and quite honestly, I'm confused and frustrated myself because you don't even know what you want and you don't know how to explain it. So... Yeah, she took the last article I sent her, and she was like, this will do, and I was like, right, but she took a long time to pay me, my friends, as in like a month, and I was like, hey girl, uh, I'm sending you my invoice, <laughs> like I need my, I need my money, and she was like, I just want you to know that I'm paying you, even though it wasn't what we talked about, it isn't what I wanted, you really dropped the ball on this, Kendall, <laughs> y'all. Could have avoided all of this. I can't tell you, I cannot tell you the frustration that writing this article um, gave me because she didn't know what she wanted. I'm trying to give her all these different things. She is still confused. Like, I'm confused. I'm upset with myself because I'm not delivering the way that I'm used to delivering. And it's just so much frustration when I could have said no. 
I could have just said no, okay? This is what happens when you try to please people and you try to say yes to everything that you can't say yes to. I take seven classes. I'm a dancer, and I have a job, and I write. I have a lot of stuff going on. And I should have just said no because it did end up being overwhelming for me. And she was, she was, she, she emailed me and was like, you know, you really just dropped the ball on this one. And I'm just like, bitch, I didn't drop shit. But, you know, I am professional. So I said, I understand. Um, I understand, so-and-so. Please to run me my shit, just in, you know, nicer and professional terms. And she ran me my shit, and that was the end of that um, relationship. So basically, I was fired. But that's okay, because I don't think I was going to write for her ever again. Because you didn't, she didn't know what she wanted. And all that frustration and confusion and just, like, hurt could have been avoided if I was just like, maybe you should give this to someone else, you know, because... I should have just said yes because she did not know what she wanted and she made me feel like I was stupid and I'm not stupid and I understand people but you are giving me a billion different examples of different things but you want me to write one piece girl how huh how anyways the point of that story was that I should have known when to say no and set that boundary because she was talking to me any which and type of way because she knew I was a college student when I first started writing for her, she did not know that. All she knew was that I was 21 living in New York, okay? She didn't know I was a college student. When I finally met with her and started telling her my life story, people change based off the things that you tell them. And she tried to take advantage of me kind of in that way, and it was unfair, and it was not nice, and it, it was uncalled for because I was giving you everything you wanted, and now that you found out this thing, you think you can work me harder but still pay me the same things that you was paying me before? <laughs> Girl you tried it so I'm happy that that relationship didn't work out with her because it was just not it was not positive for either one of us okay and I should have known when to say no and I could have avoided so much hurt and annoyance and just like annoyance <laughs> if I would have known when to say no and set that boundary and if I would have known if it was okay to say no because back then you think that it's not okay because you know this is when your career is first starting out and um you want to make sure you get everything right so that you can open more doors and do more things and stuff like that. And mind you, I'm still not where I want to be in my career, but I know for a fact that that is not what I want. And that is not the type of relationship I want with people. And you live and you learn. But this is just goes to show you that if this feels weird, if this not what you want, if, if, if it's confusing, it's not just you. It really isn't just you. And it's not that you're dumb or it's not that you can't understand. It's just that it's not working for you. And it's okay to say no. Use your catchphrases, say it in a way that works, but at the end of the day, no means no. Have a good day. Okay, we are at the end of our podcast for today. Today was a little bit longer, so yay. Um, please share and please comment and please let me know what you think of these podcasts. Tell me some topics that you want me to talk on. Let me know how you feel about speaking up because girl, I know it's hard. <laughs> I know it's hard. So let me know how you're feeling about everything and, you know, have a good day.